welcome to issue 18 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fancy Flat Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I am one of your hosts, Mustafa, and joining me is Steve. How's it going? Hey, and Daniel. Hey, how are you doing tonight, sir? Hey, Daniel, I'm all right. Fantastic. What's on your mind tonight? Tonight, Daniel, I'm thinking that a wrongdoer is often a man that has left something undone. Not always he that has done something. Puzzle that out. It's by Marcus Aurelius. He's a bit old-fashioned. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. But basically, it's about the virtue of finishing something that you started. The only wrong thing to do is doing nothing. Right? Kind of like Genghis Khan. I think that he said something about that, too. Anyway, that's what was on my mind tonight. Other thing on my mind is our Facebook poll. Well, tell us about that, Steve. Yeah, in our little intelligentsia section, we asked a bunch of folks out on Facebook, uh, what is your origin story when it comes to card games? And the first one was, what type of card game player do you consider yourself to be based on your card game history? We got a pretty good response this time around. 78% of our player base, they took the easy way out and they said they are both a cooperative player and a competitive player. Uh, which is a pretty good number. 13% of the people said they are from a co-op background, 4% a competitive background, and 4% said they don't have any background with uh, card games. So They jumped in on Marvel? This must be the first one, I'm guessing. So So can you tell me how our listener managed to create all these accounts? And and uh, and and get in. Well, I just didn't understand. I didn't realize Steve's mom played so many games. Yeah, maybe. you just add a number to the end of your email address, and off you go. <laughs> oh, fantastic! All right. Our other question was: What sort of FFG games have you played a significant amount of? And most of our players coming in around sixty-five percent said Lord of the Rings LCG. Okay. Not surprised. Yeah, I played a lot of that. And then. The second place were just general board games at 60%. But then we had a good number of our players who answered this said they came from Arkham Horror, Game of Thrones, uh, Keyforge, and Star Wars Destiny, both in the 40s, uh, 47%, 43% area. Interesting to see a little bit of co-op and competitive going on there. Could could people select more than one option? Yep, they could check whatever they were whatever they played the most of or whatever they felt like they wanted to click on. We've got some Netrunner players, some Star Wars LCG players, but the numbers keep going down, down, down. Legend of the Five Rings. A couple folks who played Call of Cthulhu. And then some RPG players in there with the 17%. And then some other people wrote some things in. Uh, Apparently, they play a lot of Marvel Champions, which is good to hear, along with XCOM. (laughs) They've come to the right place, Yep, those people. Then, what is uh, XCOM Infiltration? It's like a squad game. I believe it has an app base to it. Um, so that they're talking about that board game? I think so. Yeah, they must Got play it. a lot of XCOM. And Infiltration, which is a different game, I think. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I don't know that one. Okay, so then our last question was, before playing Marvel LCG, what was your experience in the Marvel Universe, right? How much do you have? So uh, almost everybody, 95.7% of people have watched the MCU movies. So like one person didn't watch the MCU movies. Then we've got 87% folks said they've watched all like 
various cartoons, probably a lot of 90s X-Men folks or the, the new cartoons that are out there. Uh, a surprising number I thought was surprising from what I've talked with people is we've got almost 74% of the folks said they have read the comics. They actually know the source material? Yeah, that's wow. that was shocking to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they're listening to us because we don't know anything. Yeah, that percentage is much higher than it is on this cast. So yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Maybe they, maybe they listen to us just to laugh. Maybe uh, like that's a that's little what they said about nice. Tiger Shark. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and then Don't they uh, know in 1985 he actually <laughs> bent a fin while <laughs> exactly swallowed a scuba tank and got exploded. Yeah. Um, wrong shark. Oh, wrong shark. Okay. Sixty-nine <laughs> percent of folks have also watched all the various, you know, the the non-MCU movies. So, X Men, uh, Fantastic Four. Um, but do we have any of those characters in this game? We haven't seen Fantastic Four. We haven't seen X Men. We haven't seen Ghost Rider. I don't know if there are other Blade. Uh, we haven't seen Blade. Do they actually? Do they? Do they actually play together in the cartoons? Again, this is my ignorance showing up here. Uh, well, those those are various movies that are out there so i thought those character names you mentioned were actually marvel characters right in that they're not dc comics right they are marvel but they're not part of the mcu universe like the original toby Maguire spider-man movies are sony right so that's that's a different set of marvel uh (sighs) movies because of legal rights licensing and all that sort of stuff sure sure all right yep 43 percent have played some marvel video games and then it goes down. You've got some folks who have played other Marvel tabletop games, legendary dice games, and things like that. So nobody said they have no Marvel experience. Only us three. Well, I've <laughs> seen the movies. I've seen the movies, and I, we fre- we failed to put on there if you've watched the TV series, like the um, the Netflix shows or the Agents of Shield. Uh, Nobody wrote those in, and I forgot to add them to the question. So they those I don't those exist. I know I know I know yeah. those yeah. All so. right. Well, listeners will will continue to live up to the already low standards that we've set. <laughs> promise um, to meet them, it, and, yes. and we'll promise to meet them most of the time. <laughs> what are we even talking about today? What is issue eighteen? We're talking about Scorpion. Oh, I, I like the name. Let's see if the character that Marvel created. Uh, does justice to it. This guy was a former private investigator, McGargan. His name is already pretty good. Was that McGargan or Mac Gargan? Mac Gargan. I don't I know. I'm gonna go with McGargan. Maybe it's <laughs> Mac Gargan. It's like MacGyver, but better. Yeah. He doesn't even have like a first name, or his his first name is he's basically like Cher. Is his is his first name Mac? Maybe. I think he's Mac Gargan. Although. Yeah. Gargan is great. <laughs> I think it's McDonald Gargan. This is the last. This is the last time his his actual name will come up. Uh, he was hired by J. Jonah Jameson, uh, who, of course, everybody knows is the is Peter Parker's boss. To find out how Peter Parker was able to get incredible pictures of Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Sorry, Gargan's efforts to locate Peter in order to find out the truth always triggered Parker's spider sense, so he avoided them every time, so he couldn't really figure out what was going on. And Jameson, from what little I know of him, this is a big move for him. He decides to pay $10,000 to have Gargan 
to be the subject of an experiment. Pretty much every interaction that I've seen him have with Peter Parker involves him not wanting to pay any money. So he must be really feeling frustrated. He won't even give like Parker a hundred bucks or something for good yeah. photos, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he also seems to be a, not that smart because, you know, just maybe hire a different private investigator or who might not cost 10000 whatever. He pays it. The experiment is created by a Dr. Farley Stillwell. I don't know if he's a character in the universe. He probably is. But he's a researcher in animal mutation. That's important to know. Of course, of course it goes wrong. Gargan loses his sanity and becomes the superpowered criminal menace known as the Scorpion. And so Scorpion has been sort of a nemesis of Spider-Man many, many times. He he uh, And he also hates Jameson for obvious reasons, because Jameson is the person who kind of sent him down this road and paid for the experiment that went wrong. Although I don't know why he didn't go after Dr. Stilwell. Uh, maybe, maybe people who read these things know. I would have gone after the doctor for for medical malpractice, at least. Uh, but he keeps trying to kill Jameson, and then Spider-Man stops these attempts. For example, he attacks Jameson on his wedding day, but fails, of course, thanks to Spider-Man. A delightfully triangle this is. It is. It is. So Jameson and... creates Scorpion, who tries to eat Spider-Man, because Jameson was trying to find out who Spider-Man... This is great. This is, this is like a, a cycle that will never end. Until, yeah, until they they retire him or something. I don't know if villains ever retire in this universe. <laughs> like, and I like that Spider-Man's, like, nemesis is another bug. He uh, he seems to be a pretty prolific guy. He's been he's been involved with Dr. Octopus. He's been, uh, he's, he's helped Rhino. He, uh, he even became the third Venom. And uh, he's also the first villain to take on the Spider-Man mantle, which is another kind of manifestation of this cycle uh, during his time in the Dark Avengers. And to tie into the previous episode, he was even a member of the Thunderbolts, which, Daniel, you can remind us who they are. Like a kind of a supervillain good guy outfit for a while, led by Radioactive Man. There you go. It's all connected. Everyone knows each other. It must be a small world to be one of these guys, huh? Yeah, yeah. it's not a big. It's not a big community. Villain, the villain community. <laughs> no, he's he's even a member of the Masters of Evil at one point, right? Yeah, yeah. And he he works with Justin Hammer, Hammer Industries, right, to help get his suit and aim to help upgrade his uh, scorpion suit. So yeah, he, he's all over the place. He has the usual stuff. He has a superhuman strength, speed, stamina, durability, agility, reflexes. You need those kind of things if you're ever going to make a good showing uh, against a hero, at least make them get a workout. He actually likes wall crawling and has a suit with a mechanical tail. Like all other villains, most other villains that we've heard about, he keeps making this tail better. He, first version has a blunt tip, then he, you know he adds a blade, energy blasters, acid spray, what have you. You know, that, good to tinker. Usual, the usual stuff, kind of like Melter, and is constantly evolving, man melting stuff, and that's scorpion we're talking about scorpion because he's the anchors the, the modular set a mess of things now wait a minute hold on let's back up 10 seconds when do we first see scorpion do you guys know how old is he uh, old is he um okay let's see i'm gonna guess he's not that old oh you're all right so you're gonna go recent i'm gonna say he's a product of the 70s do you know why? Because he's a mutation and he's got DNA and stuff. I think that's more 
recent. I, it, mm. it, radioactive man was old because radioactivity was the, the, sure. of, okay. the way you got you got to be uh, a weirdo in the older times. Isn't that kind of how Spider-Man came to be? Yeah, he, and he's old. Scorpion is first seen in 1964. What? Uh, no. Yep. Yeah, yeah, way back in Spider-Man number 19. I am wrong. Right. I, I stand corrected. Little do I know. We're trying to impose a kind of logic. I, I am trying to make sense the universe. of this. Yes. But. Yeah, I think I think that's why he's involved with like every supervillain group ever published. <laughs> it's been around a long time. And I yeah. think we'll see we'll see when we get to the cards. It's, it's legit. Right. Yeah, let's get to the cards. Well, Steve, why don't you tell us about the actual pet scheme? Okay, so we're going to be looking at the A Mess of Things encounter set. It only has four unique cards, five total. So A Mess of Things, the side scheme, reads, Scorpion tears through the business district causing as much mayhem as possible. Hmm. Yeah, he's out there making a mess a, of things. A lot of mayhem. One yeah. would think he was even a master of mayhem. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when revealed, place two additional threat here for each stunned friendly character. It has a hazard. It starts with two threat, just two, and it has two boost icons. Now, this could really just be two. Yeah. It is often. So... <laughs> Well, I think it depends a lot on timing because as we'll see, a lot of these cards will will introduce stun. But if this thing comes out before Scorpion and his other cards have done things, um, I just to come know. out last. Yeah, I don't. Do, are there any other villain cards that stun heroes or friendly characters? Yeah. Rhino stage three. When you flip the Rhino stage three, he stuns the the heroes. So. Let's hope that we get some stun in the rest of his cards, huh? huh. Well, one would think he, he would. F- How but, funny would it be if we didn't? <laughs> I'll take I'll take Scorpion. Himself. Should you should, sir? He is a unique, just a minion. No elite. No other keywords other than quick strike. But before I get into that, he's a decent schemer attacker. Three three seven life. That seems pretty standard. A little on the high end. Quick strike makes sure that he attacks you as soon as he engages you. So a lot unlike a lot of minions who don't even get to make any attacks. Scorpion will attack at least once. And and his ability, forced response, is after Scorpion attacks and damages a character, stun that character. And he has two boost icons. More minions should have quick strike. Uh, it's the first I love quick, strike quick strike that I'm seeing. Maybe you guys have seen quick strike elsewhere, but um Aaron Zemo. Z- okay. And Vulture, who is also a Spider-Man villain. All right. Especially with minions with these forced responses that do something. Like for example, some of those masters of evil could could have used quick strikes. Yeah, like um, whirlwind would make sense. Yeah, he's a subsonic <laughs> figure skater for heaven's sake. <laughs> for heaven's sake. If he's not quick, who's quick? Right. Who else travels at subsonic speed? <laughs> oh yeah. wait, everybody. <laughs> All right. Is Scorpion, the only in without traits. Very possible. I didn't know that seems, until just now. Seems very odd. That he has no trade. Yeah. Maybe maybe they thought, you know, we gave him quick strike. Maybe we shouldn't give him anything else. Uh, Who knows? Just the fact that he'll never kind of key off other things might. I, I don't, it's interesting. Well, okay. Now, wait a minute. Maybe maybe there's a trait and we can't see it because his tail is coming out of the card and Could overlaying be. the text. Could be. Or maybe because he's so quick that we don't get to see <laughs> Like his stats are amazing. Like, yeah, three schemes. You think really he'd be good. elite? Yeah, or um, Masters of Evil. Then if you combo the two, right? Because he was a member of that team. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, but there he is. 
they have to they have to put in a flaw and this is one of them but otherwise it's 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 not it's not a bad card really seven like life it. is is all right and he will stun somebody unless of course he fails to damage them right. which there are many ways of doing that for the heroes it could be a surprise force a hero to exhaust to defend even if they don't get stunned right yeah i yep. mean shield block or a backflip or whatever and then he's not stunning anyone this is is maybe a conversation for another day okay the more i play this game the more i realize my hero exhausted turn starts from like defending and all that stuff it's not really a big deal certain heroes i think that's true yeah. it just you know like because all of your cards are like hero actions and attacks and stuff like you don't have to be standing up to do those so the big stuff you can be sleepy doesn't matter yeah there's a sub there's some of them like uh, miss marvel really wants marvel to i guess it hurts but like yeah there's a few of them out there but i think in general you're right and especially for heroes who can who can uh, stand up in uh, you know the arc reactor or the or Captain America's ability, so you know they yep. don't really care at all. Right. I feel like early on, early on in this game, we're like, my God, I'm exhausted before my th- like. What? Yeah, where that hurts you being exhausted is if you're also stunned or confused because then you can't clear those those conditions off of yourself with a oh, basic wow. thwart or basic attack. You got to waste a card to do that or something like that. So if Scorpion can force you to stun, what also sucks if you're exhausted is when your obligation comes up because then you have to pick the bad option yep and if you're if you're for example black panther you're saying that only it, happens to black panther so it doesn't it, really it, it it really it really sets him back a little all right next card let's talk about his tail it was this awesome tail i love it oh there's two of these in the deck it's called tail sweep it's a treachery when revealed scorpion attacks your hero if no attack was made this way you are stunned and his boost is you are stunned love it <laughs> my god i love that card now why is it stunning an alter ego and not a hero I don't know. Stunning anybody. It's stunning it's guaranteed anybody. Stun. Guaranteed stun. If Scorpion's not out in play, uh, I see. then no attack is made this I way. See, I see. And but you if get Scorpion stunned. is out and you're in hero form, you got to take, take the attack. You got to take the attack and figure it out. Damage, you're stunned. If you're not. Okay. So you're, if he's out and you're an alter ego, you're still stunned. You're still stunned. Yeah. You're still stunned. Yeah. If it shows up as a boost, yeah. you, you're still stunned. I just love the extend the boost. It's very Hemingway. It's like so. It's the perfect sense. You're stunned. I wonder if they could have just yep. reworded that to say you're stunned. Yeah. I Well, they want Scorpion to make an attack, right? So that. There's the damage. Because if he, if he attacks, then that's even more damage and more stunning. Except if he can't damage you. But I mean, yeah. Imagine Scorpion comes out for the second player yeah. and then. No, it's fair. Yeah, it's yeah. got a little more interaction no, this fine. way. The tail sweep. I have no complaint. There's a familiar yeah. card to round this out. Yeah, we have uh, Gang Up, which is in the standard set. Just to refresh your memory, Gang Up is a treachery. When revealed, Alter Ego, this card gains Surge. When revealed hero, this villain and each minion engaged with you attacks you. So there we go. Scorpion's going to, if he's out, it's going to attack again. And you're going to have to deal with that stun one more time. So this is the second card we've seen in multiple groups, right? Dramatic, we had a Hydra yep. minion that was in ca- in the Captain America set. And then we've got Gang Up, which is Captain America on it in this set. So there's, a, there's we're, we're seeing some of that. Hmm, interesting. Well, I like this. I mean, it just tries to keep guaranteeing stunning attacks from Scorpion. Like that's the purpose of this set. Yep. If he's out. If he's out. Yeah, and if if he is out, first you got to deal with the villain attacking you, then you got to deal with Scorpion right. attacking you. Now, again, if you have an ally, you don't necessarily care very much because first of all, that ally is going to probably die with a 3 damage, right? 
So if you can just feed Scorpion allies, the stunning don't really, doesn't really kick in. Yeah, unless you've already wasted your allies the first time around before gang up right. or tail sweep or right. an assault shows up, or you've done that to block the villain, or yeah, you do that to block the villain, Scorpion shows up, you don't have any allies left because you block the villain with yeah. it, now he's going to quick strike and, you. And I, I play a lot of leadership, yeah. and I actually don't necessarily like feeding my allies to bad guys. Well, you'll have to decide. I have to to Scorpion. Now, is it terrible if you're a hero stunt? I guess it is, because then you're you're not able to play hero attack cards either. Or you can, yep. but all that happens is that your stun goes away. you got to waste an attack somehow. So yep. not, not bad overall. Are there other cards other than Gang Up that causes minions to attack you? No, uh, in the in the standard set or, uh, or the expert set. I think there is one in the... Is there one in the expert set? I don't think so. Or is it just the villain? Standard set, there's a villain attacks. In the uh, Hulk Nemesis set, Clash of the Titans, that could I be wonder, a minion that attacks. I wonder how we know about that. Scorpion would be a wonderful one for that. He's got, he's got three attacks, definitely so he's up in there. contention for it. Yeah. Well, let's, what do we think of this set as a whole, guys? I... I like it. It's, it's like different. It. It, it has a it has a pretty strong theme of you know I'm gonna stun, and it kind of goes along with the scorpionness of it because he's poisoning people, you know. And I like that. It's all about scorpion. Yeah, I think he might be my favorite minion. Really? Yeah, and the art on it is great. It's very much the same kind of art. He looks cool. He's popping out of the frames. Oh, it's got good contrast. I like the art yeah. on this. The art looks good for a change. Now, is this also from a comic book? I see some illustrators credited. Let me tell you where you can find us, listeners. We are at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. And on Discord, we are Vardane, The Truth, and Big Foam Loaf. If you like our show, please tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Steve, take us out. I'll crush you, Spider-Man. Spider-Man.